Welcome back to Throne Hands. It's me. It's Jacob. Uh, we didn't preview this one, sadly, but we got lots to unpack here. So we're going to uh, go in depth on the last three car- last three fights in the main card, and we'll, we'll touch on the first two. But, Breck, how you doing? Doing good, Jacob. How are we? Uh, ready to talk some MMA. All right. So th- there's not much to talk about here. Jamie Malarkey versus Kamalworthy. Kamalworthy was looking to get back into the win column, but the, form- the Throne Hands alum, man, Malarkey got some power in them hands. What were your thoughts on this one? Yeah, um, this was over pretty quick, 45 seconds in. Uh, I mean, the strikes were only, you know, five and six apiece uh, landed. But uh, this was um, a good showing by Malarkey, uh, sparring partner with Volkanovski, I believe. Mm-hmm. So um, it looked great, you know. Uh it's just comma, you know, just he, you gotta, when you step back like that, you know, you gotta have your hands up and he had his hands down and got yeah. caught. You got, yeah, it's really that simple to be honest. So we'll, we'll, we'll go a little bit in depth on this one. Uh, Robertson versus Ma- Maverick. Maverick's good, bro. She's really good. I think she could be a champ. She's very smart too. A uh, PhD candidate at old dominion. Fun fact. What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, she looked good. Um, looked great on the feet. Was definitely better than Robertson on the feet, but uh, got a little bit in trouble in the second round on the ground there. Uh, Robertson had her back a couple times, which looked really bad. But she listened to her coaches and got up and uh, mixed in some own offensive takedowns of, uh, of her own and um, really poured it on with the stand-up in the third and, and won a clear decision. I agree with you. She could be champ, but it's a little early for that talk. You know, she's only 23. Yeah, she's our age. Yeah, three, four years down the line, sure. Yeah, so she uh, she got bumped to 15 in the rankings, if I'm not mistaken, which which makes sense, obviously. But she's going to have a tough time weight cutting when she gets older. So I won't, don't be surprised if she moves up to 35 in the next few years. But Robertson, man, I don't know what's next for her. It's kind of tough, but Maverick? I don't think she took much damage. So I think a Macy Barber matchup would be great. What do you think? Macy Barber, uh, Talia Santos. Chevchenko. Uh, she did call out, yeah, her sister. Um, yeah, I think the Shevchenko fight's a good one to make. Yeah, for sure. All right. Now to the juicy stuff of the card. Shuka Sean uh, gets back in the win column uh, against Thomas Almeida. Dude, I don't know how Thomas Almeida took that first shot, that shin to the chin. And then that last shot to, to end the fight was brutal, bouncing his head off the canvas. Ugh. What were your thoughts? Yeah, Sean looked great in his uh, return. I know a lot of people didn't want him to win, but uh, the man is the, – the kid's super talented. Uh, I mean, 
he would set up these feints where he would faint, then Almeida would bite on it, throw another feint, bite on that one, and then come with like a knee or an elbow. <laughs> I mean, he was just two steps ahead of the whole fight. And I mean, yeah, he probably could have finished the fight in the first, but he said recently on the um, Pat McAfee show that he wanted to uh, finish him with his right hand and that and that shot in the beginning. Uh, <laughs> He's like, hey, I hit him with the left, so I had to, you know, <laughs> catch him with the right eventually. But uh, he looked great, man. Like you said, Almeida's really tough. Um, people, A lot of people coming into this said Almeida would beat him. And then now that Sean won, a lot of people are saying, oh, well, it wasn't that tough of an opponent. You know, Almeida's super tough. So I love where O'Malley is in this division, and uh, I hope the Cruz fight happens. Uh, yeah, and I think I think Sean O'Malley needs to get more fights in quicker because you know he's my height, he's five eleven, and he's cutting down to thirty five, and that's that's a tough weight cut. So who knows how long he's going to be who how long he's going to be able to maintain that weight cut? All right, for Sean O'Malley, I mean, I want the Aldo. Let's be honest, we all want the Aldo Cruz fight over this. I think, um, but I want to see Marab have his way with uh, Sean O'Malley. <laughs> Oh, Marab. Um, the Long Islander, man. No. Isn't he fighting soon? He's fighting soon, I think right? he's fighting Stamen soon. Yeah, I think he'll beat Stamen too. So, maybe. I, I don't know. I would rather see – I would rather see Sean O'Malley fight Cheeto Vera again. Yeah. Cheeto Vera too. I think that would be a big fight, like the build-up to it. Uh, or maybe – Maybe like a Jimmy Rivera or an Asuncao. But to me, the, the fight to make, uh, the Cruz one uh, off of Cruz's name alone makes sense. But I mean, she, uh, O'Malley Vera too, to me, makes the most sense. Yeah, and who wouldn't want to watch that fight? Let's be honest here. Um, all right, to a welterweight matchup, T-Wood, man. Fun fact, ever since uh, releasing I Will Beat Your Ass, Tyron Woodley has not beaten any ass whatsoever. Um, he rocked Luke, then Luke rocked him, then Luke darsed him. Um, <laughs> you know, you got to give it to T. Wood. He went out on a shield. Uh, this was the last fight of his deal. Uh, what were your thoughts on this one? Yeah, we saw a little bit of the old Tyron Woodley in this fight for the first time in the last four fights. Uh, it looked like the young Tyron Woodley there really rocked Luke. Luke was like, his legs completely... Uh, you know, had a little glitch right there for a minute, but um, he, like he said after the fight, he fell in love like with going for that knockout in that moment. And if he just was a little more patient, uh, I think he could have won the fight. So against like a killer in Vicente Luque, who more people should be talking about this guy being, you know, fighting for the belt one day. Yeah. Um, you look at his last, like I think he's won ten out of his last twelve fights. Something like and that. And his two losses are to Wonder Boy and some other – I can't think of it off the top of my head. But um, I'll look. I'll take a look. I mean, Luke looked great. Woodley looked – you know, it, it, it was sad to see Tyron lose like that. But you got to, like you said, respect for him going out in the shield, going out the way. I think he'll be remembered. People, you know, got to remember that Tyron Woodley is one of the best welterweights of all time. I mean, his resume, it, it, besides, you know, GSP, 
he's defended the belt as much as Usman, as much as, you know, Matt Hughes back in the day. I mean, it, it can't be overstated enough how good he was for those, you know, three or four years before the Usman fight. Yeah, so his last two losses were to Thompson and Leon Edwards. Like, <laughs> there's no shame in losing to those guys. No. And like you said, like, with Tyron, you know, it, it, it's one thing to win the, the belt. It's one thing to defend it, and it's one thing to defend it three times. And then retain he retained it four times. Yeah, four but times. He, he, he's, I think, I think he's top – I think, you know, throw Askren in there, GSP, Usman. He's right up there when it comes to the greats in that division ever. So. I don't I don't think his fighting days are over. Um, I know a lot of people are like, he needs to retire. Coker's writing up the contract fight. right now. Yeah. <laughs> like a Bellator, maybe like a one. I think PFL? he'll fight another. PFL, maybe. Just for, like, I think he'll fight another year, then maybe call it quits. But Dude. I think he has a little fight in him. Dude, I want to see him go to one, get juiced, and just wreck people. Yeah, that'd be good. All right. So we talked about what's next for Tyron. For Luke, I, I think a rematch with Steven Thompson's due. I, or, or Michael Chiesa. I think those are both great fights to make. What do you think? I think mm, – I don't know, man. Thompson wants the title. It's so ridiculous. We've we've talked about this in the past. How ridiculous the welterweight division is currently. How yeah. just messed up it is. Like who's fighting who? Uh, mm, that's a good one. Like we know Jorge's fighting for the belt, so that's... that leaves the top three somewhere else. Like I think Stephen Thompson should fight Edwards or Gilbert Burns for a number one contender shot or or Colby. I think you're right. Like Luke Chiesa or he can't really fight anybody below him. No, I, I think Chiesa is the only acceptable one to fight below yeah. him. Yeah. Right below him. But uh, it, it's interesting. It needs, we need more clear, you know, clear picture of what's going on at the top after, which we will know after the Usman Masvidal fight, but um, it's tough to tell. But I, I think this guy is, like, he's just a killer, man. Like, I think this guy's going to be a champ one day. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, you know, there's so many divas in this division. Yeah, like, and he's, he's completely the opposite of, like, almost all the top guys. He's just he's he's quiet. Game. Yeah, he just wants to fight, and he just goes in there and messes people up. How can you not love that guy? Well, well hold on. Gilbert Burns is in a diva. He's always game. Let's be real. No, no, that's true. That's fair. Well, Brazilians, you know. And, and, Brazilians. Yeah, and, and it's Luke's uh, training partner too. I well for this fight, Burns was uh, cornering him, but um, yeah, he's with Sanford. It's interesting, you know. Yeah, it it's yeah it. I said I screw it, Luke Burns. I think they're both game. Just put them together, make them fight. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right, uh, to the dreaded moment. Uh, Steopic got. Uh, wrecked by that Magumbo guy. Uh, Francis Ngannou knocks out Stipe Miocic in the second round. I knew after that first takedown attempt, it was a bad takedown attempt. He should have, he should just given up on it to be honest. And when Francis sprawled, like it looked like it looked like a predator. Like he just looked so much bigger than Stipe, and then you know, got knocked out. And that it hurt to watch. And then that follow up shot. 
Like it's the first time I ever gasped watching a knockout. What were your thoughts? Um, I don't know if it's the first time I ever gasped. I mean, watching Connor knock out Aldo was like a gasp moment. But um, yeah, I mean, Stipe was having like uh, not not great success in the first round. I think it was ten nine after the first round. But like you said, when he took kind of like a lazy, not a lazy attempt, but like a almost like a half-ass attempt at a takedown. And then when Steve, when uh, Nganu reversed it and then took his back, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I, I, that was the most shocking moment of the fight to me. Like, he's he's he actually has improved. And then when he took his back, dude, he hit like 10, like 10 punches from behind Stipe took. I was like, oh, that's bad. Like, the fight could have been over with more time in the first round. You know what I mean? And then yeah. – it's a show the next round was quick and uh, rewatching it right before this, you know, he rocked Stipe and then Stipe, you know, got up and threw that, you know, uh, dodge out of the way, uh, right hand, uh, uh, dodge uh, Francis's punch and then threw that uh, outside right. And if you look at closely, Nganu got hurt by that punch. Yeah, his he legs had- wobbled. His legs wobbled a little. If you look at his legs, his legs wobbled, and you could tell on his like his eyes. Uh, DC was saying this on his show, like his eyes like lit up a little bit, and then that was Stipe's downfall because you know Francis has an iron chin. <laughs> it's never really been tested, so we don't really know how good a chin he has. But it was we 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 learned in this fight how good it was because he took a massive shot, got a little wobbled, and then threw a a hook that Stipe never saw and just a horrific KO where his leg got caught under him. <sighs> Oh, it's so bad. It was so bad. I mean, you don't like that Stipe lost, but he lost to a great guy in Francis Ngannou. And, and when I say I gasped, it's the first time I gasped out of fear. Oh, yeah. Like, fear? Yeah. Like, like, I thought Stipe was dead. Like, I'm like, this. and then the follow-up shot, bro. Bro. I mean, people, people need to stop with this Herb Dean stuff. It's getting a little ridiculous. Yeah. Like, Herb Dean was there as quick as a human could possibly be there. Like, yeah. he sprinted. And people are like, why isn't he closer? You can't be that close or you're, you're in the way. You know what I mean? Especially in a heavyweight fight. In a heavyweight fight, if you're too close, dude, the, the ref will get knocked out by a straight punch. Like, Herb was there as quick as possible. I mean, if Herb wasn't there as quick as possible, dude, we would have seen another couple of punches. Yeah, I mean, if, if Tanyoni was in there or something, like... Oh, yeah. Oh. Imagine Yamasaki... Oh, if he was yeah, if he was in there, it would have been like ten punches before he got over there. I was waiting for Stipe to be a warrior, <laughs> but dude, all right, let's talk about sex for Stipe. I think he waits a year and then he fights uh, the winner of Nganu Jones. I think, I think that's what happens because Dana did say he deserves a title shot, you know, a rematch rather. But I could see him waiting eight to 12 months and then yeah. getting another shot at the belt or if not fighting maybe like a Derek Lewis. I don't want to see that. I really don't. I don't know, man. I, I, I kind of do. I, I don't think this like Stipe is done narrative really. Well. No. I think he's got two years of good Stipe left in him. People, yeah. people are so quick to dismiss how great this guy has been. You know what I mean? Like you said, every heavyweight record there is. Yeah, let's talk about how great Stipe is. Like, if you look at who he's fought, 
He the only people he's lost to are Stefan Struve, which which at that time wasn't a bad loss. And no. then Junior Dos Santos. And then Cormier. I mean, and then this guy. Like Yeah, and then you read who he's beat. I mean, it's too long to read off the all the names, but like his title run is insane. Yeah. And it's like there's people just writing him off being like, oh, he should retire. I don't know, man. I think he's got a few years left to fight in him. I think we'll see him fight for the belt again. And I think if he had to fight Ngannou again, I mean, it's it's scary to think Ngannou is going to get better. But I think Stipe in a third fight would do better than he did in this fight. I don't think he showed the best of himself. Like, I think he'll make improvements. Yeah, and I think he'll come in 10 pounds heavier. Yep, yep. I, like uh, Stipe's coaches are phenomenal. Like they, yep. they game plan so well, and and I don't think they were expecting patient Francis. No, this was, you know, I don't think they were expecting Francis to be this good. You know, no. So I, I think if they come in with another game plan, it will be a fantastic fight. But and Ganu, Jones, that's the fight to make. That's the seed, as Joey Diaz would say. That's the seed. Yeah, that's the fight. Um, it's the big money fight. I just wonder what, what's going on with John Jones right now. I, I, I'm sorry. I know you're a big John fan, bro, but he's having, like, a mental breakdown on Twitter. I, I understand he deserves more money, but then he's tweeting out, like, just cut me already. He, like, he, said, he said this last year, too. It's very odd. It's just it's, – It's a negotiation tactic because he knows they won't cut him. No, it isn't. It, it is a negotiation tactic, but I don't know if it's a smart one. You know what I mean? You're just you're not playing into the. I don't know. It's just weird to me. But dude, can you imagine how great that fight will be? Yeah, and I, I want to say I read some stats recently about uh, Jones's last um, his last like four or five fights. I think the average pay-per-view buys for those fights were like six to eight hundred thousand. Let me look. I I can take a look. I know he deserves more money, but in terms of eyeballs, he's not Conor McGregor. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? No, but he gets people. He gets people, but I think he's asking for Conor money. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I get. I think to an extent, he does deserve that. Because, I mean, the dude's def- like 15 title fights. That's true. Like, all right, so uh, starting with Cormier Jones 2, they averaged to about 725. So that's like that's, that's solid pay-per-view numbers. It is. It, don't get me wrong. It's super solid. But when you're asking for Conor money, you can see why the UFC would say, wait, on, wait a minute, you know what I mean? Here's what I think happens. I think Jones won't get the money, but they'll give him more pay-per-view shares. Yeah, I could see that happening. I I could see no, I could see his contract being like doubled, and then little pay-per-view shares on the side, maybe. And then he'll agree to that because if you're Jones, like I know it's all there's a whole that you know big fighter pay thing that people are talking about, which is true. They don't get paid enough, but thank God the Reebok deal's over. Yeah, if you're John Jones, like, take this fight because if you beat Francis Ngannou, you will get paid Conor money the re- the next five fights of your career. You know what I mean? Like, if you beat this guy, the, this UFC's new, like, star, mm-hmm. you will now get the money, whatever you want. You know what I mean? Now, if 
if and I think when John Jones beats Ngannou, you cannot argue that he is not the greatest of all time. I mean, well, that would cement it. Yeah, there's no, there's no. I don't think. Well, you could argue GSP now. I think I, 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 I don't. I can't argue with you. Or maybe Silva, but if John Jones beats Ngannou, which I think he will. And, and the, the the fact that people think John Jones is scared is ridiculous. I think. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. Even DC said, who's his biggest rival ever, it's it's ridiculous. John Jones is not scared of Francis Ngannou when he's fought like absolute just a murderer's row of killers. Look, he he, he beat the, uh, the 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 Ngannou of the the light heavies when he beat Rampage. I understand John Jones has had a lot of you know supplement things in his career question marks, but like he's also beaten. Like TRT Vitor, <laughs> scary human being is a TRT Vitor. Uh, I mean, he's been a laundry list of guys that are just terrible. Chael Sonnen, out of all people, like and never lost a round, undefeated. Um, <laughs> Lots of supplements. Beat, beat a like a really good Rashad Evans, like so many great players, so many scary fighters. You know all right, I mean? let's go through his first five title defenses. Well, title fights. He beat Hua. He beat Jackson. He beat Machida. He beat Rashad Evans. He beat TRT Fort. Then he beat Sonnen. And then he beat Gustafson, the best light heavyweight, to never win a belt. Yeah, so he's, uh, not, scared. he's not scared of anybody. Uh, Glover Teixeira, who's coming back from the shadow realm each time. Yeah, the only thing that's scary about John uh, leading up to an Ngannou fight is if Ngannou looked that good against in the previous Stipe fight, Another eight months, like he's just gonna get better. But the thing that makes John so interesting is he's a better wrestler than Stipe. He, he's a far superior wrestler. When than you Stipe. say he's like two to three times the, I mean, I mean, I don't know. People were like, oh, you know, when the before the first DC fight happened, they're like, you know, DC can out wrestle this guy. That's how <laughs> we beat him. And John ragdolled. I mean, a prime DC who's one of the best wrestlers of all time. An Olympic-level wrestler. Olympic-level wrestler. And really just, like, destroyed him. And I know Stipe is a good wrestler, but he's not John Jones-level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Stipe is, uh, was, a, was a Division One college wrestler. and But John Jones, he's, he's you know, people always oh, only a Juco champ. Juco is a place where the guys who don't get good enough grades for Division One go – that's where they go. So he he's beaten up Division One guys in JUCO. John Jones wasn't a D, was a D one wrestler. Hypothetically, he would have won championship. You would you know what I mean? He would have won. Yeah, he got he got an offer from Iowa State for crying out loud. Like, but that's beside the point. But I I think if John Jones gets a I think if John Jones clinches with Ngannou and just throws him to the ground, I mean Stipe doesn't have Greco wrestling. So if John Jones could just slip slide in there and clinch up top. I think John Jones is just going to work the clinch. It's it's true, and his kicks are really very outstanding. Like some and of the best ever. Like John Jones won't let Ngannou get close. No, but I can't let thing, you get close. The thing, yeah, I can't let you get close. Uh, <laughs> daddy boxing, daddy boxing in the pocket. Um, <laughs> I just, you know, man, like. John to beat Francis has to take some shots. You know what I mean? You can't go a whole fight with not being hit like at all. Like, like I, I think if John makes the fight boring, he wins. Yes. The thing about Ngana that's scary is you, ha- you start on the feet. So 
I mean, you saw the shot that initially dropped Stipe. Was this, it was a straight left. It wasn't even like he cocked it back too much. Well, well Stipe took that overhand right like a man. Then he got hit with a straight left. That's true. That's true. But um, the thing that's scary for John is like, you look at some of those uh, recent fights. Like I, I always go back to the Dominic Reyes fight. Mm-hmm. Dominic Reyes hit him clean. Well, John has a great chin too, but he hit him clean with a couple uppercuts in that fight. And you just wonder, you're like, if you're John Jones, you have to fight almost the perfect fight in the sense that you can't get hit by. Yeah. Well, let's be, let's you can't be hit by it. You can't be hit by anything by him. Yeah. Let's look at it this way. Do you think John Jones is really serious about that Dominic Reyes fight? I understand. I understand that. And even if he's serious for this fight, you know, it still doesn't take away from the fact that you can't get hit no, by it doesn't. But, but yoked John Jones. <laughs> it, it is scary, but you know, I, you know, you just wonder his boxing defense. I just, you're right though. It, for John to win, he's got to out wrestle Steve uh, Ngannou, which he can and he probably will. But you don't love it if he's on the feet for long periods of time. You don't. You can't. Even you, you can't admit that. Like, no, you would be scared if like it was a stand up fight, right? The whole fight was stand. You'd be like, oh man, this. I, I also, I also think John Jones would be able to. You know, Ganu's what two sixty five. If John Jones could get him with some calf kicks, that would be brutal for Francis. Yeah, yeah, that that could be a way to beat Francis that nobody's really ever exploited. You know what I mean? Because yeah, and, 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 and John Jones has the best cardio ever. I think when it comes to fighting, I, I don't know about ever because there's Tony Ferguson and Colby pretty, Covington. Yeah, Tony Ferguson for me. Might have the best cardio ever, but uh, but, but you know what I'm getting at. Yeah, for bigger guys, yeah, you're probably you know, yeah. Uh, Prime came Velasquez. Oh, like mine. His pace was insane, but yeah. um, he's fighting at like a welterweight pace at heavyweight. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. It's just I hope the fight gets made. I really do. Uh, it will. I, I do. You think Dana White would really let that go? Yeah, he would. That's the thing. I think Dana would. I think the long-standing history of John not having, you know, being that well regarded in the company just because of things he's done. I yeah. could, I could still, couldn't you see if John couldn't have come to an agreement and held out, they would be like, okay, we'll just do Derek Lewis and Ganu too next. You know what I mean? Which yeah. people would want to see. Yeah, that's true. But I, I think it happens. I think they'll come to an agreement. And I think John Jones will realize that a, I, I think John Jones is just trying to get the most money right now, not necessarily get a better contract. Um, and I think he's going to realize, yo, if, I think, like you said, if I beat this guy, I'm getting as much money as I want for the rest of my life. Yeah. Also in the reverse of that, if Nganu beats Jones, which is a tough ask for anybody, uh, you know, he, he'll be one of the biggest stars in the sport. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I, I think John, you're gonna to have to start talking about Ngannou in terms of all time if he beats Jones. You know what I mean? Yeah, when it comes to heavyweights, absolutely. Um, I mean, I, the heavyweight division. I don't know how you feel, but like, it, it's the spiciest it's been in years. Like, yeah, it's so exciting going forward the next couple of years for that. Yeah, you have freaks like Cyril Gon and I mean Cyril Gon and Ngannou down the line could be a great fight too because they're sparring partners. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say Cyril Gaon sometimes would 
work Francis in sparring. So yeah, because Sierra Gon's a great Muay Thai practitioner. Yeah, and Curtis Blade still, you still got him. Like, dude, I think Chris Dawkins could cause a lot of problems in this division. Ben Warren, yeah, man. All right, to some news. Um, it's a sad day. Darren Till broke his collarbone. I want to talk about it. <laughs> I had to I'm, drop out. I'm sad. Oh, oh, dude, that hurt when I saw it. Cause that, like, dude, if, if Vittori dropped out, dude, imagine Kevin Holland Till. Yeah. yeah. Like, like just the fi- social media firestorm. I don't know how you feel, dude. I don't love. I love the fight being made now of Holland Vittori. It's just I don't like the matchup for Holland. No, no, he's just gonna get wrestled again. You know what I mean? I don't know if he can make that much improvement in that short of time. Maybe he will though. Maybe no. It, you got to admit though, if Holland somehow gets this win, he immediately like goes way up the rankings. So it's, I think that's why he raised his hand. I think he realized, yeah, hey, that's why he raised his hand because it's a big opportunity for him. But uh, like you said, it's just gutting that Till pulls out because if Till wins this fight, Adesanya was saying, you know, I would like to fight Till next over Rob, which they probably would have made that fight, but uh, we'll eventually see it. It just sucks, man. Till always seems to be injured, and he always talks about how hard he trains. He's just, it's like Bisping back in the day would always get hurt because he trained, he would always train too hard, you know? Yeah, it's it's really a shame. All right, did you see that Ben Askren promo? Oh, the – well, I mean, so many badass things that happened. One, he just completely sunned, you know, owned Jake Paul in that press conference. Like, <laughs> I saw you in an alley, I would commit homicide on you. It's just a savage thing to say. And, then, and it's true. <laughs> and it's true. And then, like, the, the face shove followed by the punch landed by Jake that just didn't phase him, bro. To me, the fight is, like, almost won before the fight even happened. I, I loved how Ben Askren kept calling him. You know, when I got the call to fight Logan's little brother, I I, I was like, sure. Why not? And I loved it when he was like, did you get beat up by by, by Logan when you, were, when you were younger? And uh, Jake Paul was just, like, there just fuming. I'm going to take that as yes. No, I'm just not answering your question. Yeah, you know what's really- hilarious? What? Everybody, when this was announced, was so, like, scared for Ben and, like, why is this being made? And then this press conference, the past couple of week, like, uh, weeks happened and just, like, the promos that Ben Askren's put out. And now everybody is, like, wants the fight to happen. And it seems like more and more people are, like, like, I don't know if you saw that meme, but it's, like, the boxing community shaking hands with the MMA community. And it's, like, beat this guy. It's, like, yeah, everybody is rooting for Ben Askren. <laughs> I, I hope, you know, I think Ben Askren made a good point. He said, I've been top 10 in four different sports, jujitsu, wrestling, MMA, and disc golf. I don't have to be a world-class boxer to beat Jake Paul. I just have to beat Jake Paul. Yeah. And I, and I think Ben Askren is going in with the right, the right mind. You know what I think is going to happen too? I what? think, I think Ben's cardio will be so good because he's, had MMA fights, which are five rounds before, which you could, I don't know. It, it's hard to tell. They're both, they're both draining cardio wise. But if, uh, if Jake Paul doesn't like hurt him early, he's just going to gas out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, I think there's going to be a big adrenaline dump because Jake Paul is getting so ticked off already. Yeah. I, th- I don't know. Ben all, Askren- of, all of his tactics haven't really phased Ben Askren like at all. So, and like, you know, he, 
Jake Paul ticks a lot of people off with his, you know, uh, trash talk, quote unquote, trash talking. It's awful trash talk. But, you know, I looked, I just loved how Ben Askren was just sitting there, didn't move the whole press conference. You know, if I saw you in alleyway, I, I, could, I would do a homicide on you. <laughs> like, it's interesting, man. And it's like, how can you tell me that Jake Paul hits harder than, you know, Robbie Lawler? Robbie Lawler. <laughs> Robbie Lawler should have knocked Ben Askren out. Like, he landed, like, three or four devastating punches on Ben, and Ben kept fighting. So, you know what I mean? And I love I, – I hate how Jake Paul keeps bringing out the knee. That's, like, the luckiest knee ever. Ben Askren made a good point. It is like, the luckiest knee ever, yeah. Like, you, I made you famous. And, like, that's the only time he's ever been rocked. Like, if Robbie Lawler can't rock Ben Askren, there's no way Jake Paul is rocking Ben Askren. Yep. Yep. Uh, did you see that Anderson Silva's freaking boxing? Yeah, man. It's just like, can the guy retire for his own sake at this point? Like, we just don't need to see him get knocked down again. It, it just hurts. But, dude, Julio Cesar Chavez is a beast. It's scary, man. Like, <laughs> we're younger MMA fans. There's probably MMA fans that are like, 10 years older than us that saw prime Silva. And now every time they watch him fight, like it, it just tarnishes that a little bit because the guy just keeps getting rot, like knocked out, like almost in every, hasn't he even knocked out in like seven of his last nine fights. It's just the chin is gone with age. You know what I mean? Like, and like Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. He defended the, the WBC middleweight title four times. No, three, rather. But, like, he's going to get killed. No no athletic commission should sanction this fight. No, it's just – it's worrying. Dude, no, I think Frank Mir's going to get killed, too. Yeah, that's another one. But, Do you know uh, what's sad? We're talking about boxing, like, this way. Yeah. Like, we're not talking about Canelo Alvarez, Billy Joe Saunders – because that's a great fight coming up. Yeah. But we're talking about Jake freaking Paul and Ben Askren in a boxing match. It's the state of boxing, too. It's like you have these un- – there's actually unbelievably great fighters, all-time fighters fighting right now that, you know, casual, you know, people, like friends of mine, just they don't know who a lot of these people are. You know what I mean? Yeah, they I mean – more about the celebrity fights than they do, like – Real fighting. Yeah, and, and the fact that Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. had to bring back boxing in a sense, like, come on. I mean, this Canelo Alvarez-Billy Joe Saunders fight is awesome, and no one's talking about it. Yeah, man, Canelo Canelo's a different beast. But, you know, I always question, you know, is, is he still eating that uh, – Mexican beef that he <laughs> still eating that, or is he off that stuff now? You know, I wonder. Beef, beef. <laughs> what was I wonder what's up with the ream, man? Yeah, I just I don't think they should have caught him. I think he was still a UFC fighter. No, um, Diego Sanchez plans on retiring cowboy. I think they should both retire after the fight. <laughs> but, uh, I think Cowboy will just knock him out. I think Diego 
Cowboy, at least I know he's lost a lot of his recent fights, but he's lost to top guys. Yeah. I know the Nico Price fight was a draw because of Nico's, you know, eye poke, whatever. But Nico Price is also way younger than Cowboy, I think. Yeah. Um, so Cowboy has a lot more fight in him left than Diego Sanchez. I don't get why Diego Sanchez is even taking another fight. No, it's it's bad. Uh oh, uh, Winkle John said that uh, Jones would finish in Ganu late, and I yeah. agree with him. That's how if if Jones were to win, he would win like in the fifth round by punches. You know what I mean? Or like, he just lands a head kick with like in the second round or something like that. No, I, I don't think he would end it early against Ganu, but uh, I think it would be uh, a long, you know, a drawn out fight where he uses his wrestling to just gas out. Francis and then wins, yeah, by like ground and pound late. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, the ways for Francis to win are like unlimited at this point. Like, <laughs> that guy hits you with anything. So watch out. Yeah. Uh, there's one with, oh, Gaslam Whitaker. Are you excited? Very excited. Um, I know a lot of people aren't giving Gaslam a chance in this one, but. I think it's going to be a really close fight. I think it'll be closer than people expect. I think Gastelum has looked really good in his last fight. Granite chin. Granite chin. And, uh, you know, he's got one of the fastest straight lefts, like, maybe ever. I mean, his boxing inside the pocket is is amazing. I mean, mean, that's how he almost beat Adesanya. He almost beat Adesanya that way. And if you can almost beat on a sound, you can almost beat Robert Whitaker. You know what I mean? I mean, you could probably beat Robbie Whitaker. You could probably beat Robert Whitaker. So you shouldn't count out Gastelum. I would, you know, I would pick Robert to win because he looks so good in his last two fights. But yeah, I think it'll be a good fight. Yeah, dude. I, if, if Gastelum wins, I want to see the Izzy rematch. <sighs> It'd be, yeah, I guess you would just think maybe the winner of Vittori, I don't know. Dude, if Holland wins this, uh, like in a, a crazy fashion, he gets the title shot. I don't know, man. I think uh, I think Brunson, man, we're overlooking Brunson. Four or five win streak. Yeah, but he I mean, gets another win. I mean, Holland's hopping right back in there, and he just lost. It's true. It's so true. Dana's gonna be like, you know what? Six weeks, we're fighting for the middleweight title. Yeah, you wonder. S- speaking of uh. Pay-per-view, um, Poirier McGregor 3, July 10th. It's not confirmed yet, but it's going to happen. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, like Connor said, he tweeted, you know, I'll check the leg kick, guys. Don't worry. But uh, it's interesting. I, I wonder I wonder how Connor comes back, what the game plan is. And I wonder what Dustin does because – if you try to use that same game plan and it doesn't work, what is he going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. And if Maybe it, we're rich. Yeah. If it, if it came down to like an all-out brawl where both guys are just swinging back and forth, you would favor Connor's power, you know? But yeah. Who, who knows? They both knocked each other out. So that's why you make trilogies. Yeah, that's that's very, very true. That's very 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 true yep all right you got anything else you want to bring up nothing i think we covered it all yeah i think we had a good cover um well that'll do it for us here until i don't know maybe i'll try to arrange an interview but 
yeah uh you can catch our next uh preview for fight night tbd versus uh vittori we'll see you next time